Hi, Gabby. You're having a snack. Mm-hmm. We're not doing TikTok lives anymore. Tell me no. why. Well, we're not doing TikTok lives because people were asking for a podcast. First of they all, they were. They were <laughs> clamoring. Our audience was clamoring for a podcast, and also TikTok lives are. It's very easy to get distracted. Yeah, a flickering casino of lights, of sounds, <laughs> of impossible to follow buttons and polls, and yeah, yeah. I'm very distractible and old and crotchety. I think this is just generally like a better format yeah, for better us format. to have to have these types of conversations. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I like interaction with people. Sorry, I have my mouth full. <laughs> Please. I like always just have our mouths full (laughs) during these podcasts. I like the interaction with people, but, um, you know, if if people are saying they want a podcast, then who are we to deprive them? Who are we to deprive them? Let's give it to them. Let's give it to them. Yeah. Cool. We're going to talk about some music today. Mm -hmm. Um, I also want to take this as a time, as a little safe space where people can't or probably won't uh, say mean <laughs> things to me <laughs> to to do some high quality grievance airing. Yes, please. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I had a TikTok go quote unquote viral the last few days, mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't like it. I didn't I, like yeah, it. Yeah, it's well. The thing is that anytime a post goes outside of your like little group of fun people Uh, it's always people like I think that there's this idea that everybody wants to go viral but like the first time it happens to you you're like oh this is a disaster this is a disaster this is horrible I hate this it's so stressful it's really stressful and I like you are my beacon of how to interact with people (laughs) and I wish I could do it, but instead I get like super defensive and I'm Mm. like, I'm going to make a reaction uh, (laughs) clapback video to literally everyone. I'm like, dude, you have to chill out and just like either ignore people, block people or I don't, I don't fucking know. Well, that's not to say that it doesn't, that it doesn't get to me because you know, it, it does and it can. I just I'm um I think that the difference between you and I is I'm just naturally like a more combative person. Correct. And I and I like <laughs> and I like trolling people and I like to win. I know. <laughs> I mean I also like, I like to win. And I like but... I like making people feel I like especially like men. I like making men that are like uh, talking yes. out of the side of their neck. I love making them feel stupid. You know? uh, yes, yes. And so but every time I've attempted to do that, it has not ended well for me. And I yeah. retreat way too fast. Yeah, you 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 do. You retreat too fast. You don't uh, like you don't go for the kill lessons. shot like I do. I just I just go straight for the kill shot. Yeah. Know? But Ugh. also like I just have a lot of pent up rage, I guess. Yeah, you know? I think I need to <laughs> I need to do some serious like, you know, Rocky style training for mm. this. But there's just like, there's several patterns Mm -hmm. that are emerging. They fall into a few camps. One is like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just reading off of Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. One is you, because my whole thing is I'm recommending new music to people who don't listen to new music. And so there's a a contingent of people who are like, well, is this actually new? Or are you just (laughs) saying it's new? Or are these like actually, and I'm like, is this really like a fight you're starting? That's a, that's a very weird thing to try to argue. I don't understand. Like, are they, okay. So, you know, like your thing is 
if you like music from the you know mid to late 90s early sure to whatever to late I mean, 90s, we, to like, we moved to, like, to different decades but like you know that's like the, mid, that's the primary mid thousands you know sure. like if you like music from like that era if those were like your formative years or whatever like these are bands that are making music yes. now that like fit that that vibe that you would also probably like, you know? Yes. And so like, I don't understand what the argument is. Are people being like... Uh, well, sometimes because I use the word new bands, like new bands for old heads, mm-hmm. they some, there are some people who latch onto that and are like, well, this isn't a new band. They've been making music for a long time. And I'm like, I'm sorry that I had this horrible titling faux pas and I should have said new music. Yeah. And it sometimes it's from new bands and sometimes it's not. Like, my sure. bad. Right. So that's like a, you know, that's the same people who correct every spelling error. They right. See, yeah. All like, of the, all of the like semantics, the, the, the petty semantic stuff is just like, why right. are you here? I think they're just showing off. <laughs> like, well, they've been like, around forever. Like and I'm such like, okie dokie. Weird, <laughs> it's such a weird way to show off though, because what does right. it, what does it prove? It just proves that like. Unclear. It's very, unclear. it's very unclear. Like it doesn't, I don't feel like it, it proves anything. Like if that's, <sighs> if that's the last thing you have to grasp on to, and if you're trying to like just make, need to put me in my place, whatever that, is, in whatever I way. feel like, so when I first started making videos, cause I've been on TikTok for about a year, a little bit over a year. Yeah. And when I, like when I first, when I was making videos, when they first started to get traction, I would get people that would be like, oh, little lady, how could you yes. possibly know what you're talking about? Right. You can't. You can't possibly know what you're talking about, but I do know what I'm talking about. Right. You know, and I, I don't get as, I don't get as many of those comments now, but I feel like even though like you have been, you have a much larger <laughs> platform than I do and you've been Which on TikTok. Weird, right. Like way longer than me, but you have still. I, I think I have been there for two years now. Yeah, I was gonna say like I feel like you've been there for like around two years, or like definitely longer than me because I remember seeing your content when I first got on there. You know. Okay. Okay. Um, but like, you still get that kind of shit. I don't. <laughs> I don't get. I mean, obviously, I'm like more of a jerk than you, but like people don't like come into my comments with those that energy anymore but like you consistently you've really said because people here's what I've also noticed this isn't about commentary it is uh how I acquire followers Uh so I get very few likes on my videos Mm -hmm. like every time I post something that gets traction as you say I get a shit ton of followers but not and again this is all relative right like neither of us actually has (laughs) real following on TikTok. Um, We're elevated hobbyists. Right. (laughs) But I get way more followers than I get likes. Let's put it that way. It's a weird ratio. And Mm -hmm. I think it's because like I've inadvertently stumbled on good marketing. Yeah. I think so. Like Mm -hmm. here is a series. I'm doing a series. Yeah. You might like it if you're this kind of person. And they're like, I am this kind of person. Mm -hmm. Follow, but not, I guess, pressing two buttons is too much work, which is fair. (laughs) It is a lot of work. So, and then they're there. Mm-hmm. So most of the people interacting with me aren't people who have been there. Mm. And then I get a lot of the people who are just like, who are brand new because the video just went yeah. viral and are saying things like, there is no good new music. It all sounds derivative of old stuff. Oh my God. I don't even know where to begin with that. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, that's that's the thing that, you know, for me, because you and I are like around the same age. 
So, you know, we have we've had a lot of the same sort of like formative experiences. We've seen a lot of the same eras go in our age demographic, the people that we relate to, like music listeners that are like in our age range are people that like they don't really want to know what's going on. They don't want to engage with a lot of newer music a lot of the time, you know, and they really they honestly they're not investigating enough to really know whether they do or don't like new music. Yeah, right. So they just assume. But don't you think that's just a thing that happens to every generation? Um, Like after their brains stop being squishy, (laughs) right? Um, I mean, I think that I think it can happen. For me in my like late 20s and probably early 30s when I was like thinking that I was like a full-blown adult. Sure. You know, and I totally wasn't, but like I was convinced (laughs) that I was, you know. Um, I would say that around that time I I had I was like less interested in like new music and what people were doing mm-hmm. and what younger people were doing because I just like assumed that it was all bad and that it was all like kind of stupid, you yeah. know, or I mean, and also for I think that for for me and you and I have talked about this also, it's like I think that like millennials and zennials like really are very, very protective of their like relevance culturally yeah, and yeah. it's and I think it's really difficult for for people our age to just relinquish not having a chokehold on youth culture <laughs> for whatever yeah. reason you know it's like what what's wrong like what's our problem why are we why are we being like this you right. know but so you know when I started my account one of the things that I wanted to do is I wanted to take a lot of the 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 music from quote unquote my era like when yes. I was you know more active in like scenes and stuff. Yep, I want yep. I wanted to share that like obviously with people like our age but also with like younger people cuz I do see like a through line. Yep. But also, you know, through that process I've learned that there is a lot of new music. Yes. That is so good. So good and so different. And so different from what we used to listen to. And that's something Absolutely. I don't share that much on my account mm-hmm. and why I'm so glad you and I talk Yeah, because not that I can't share this stuff. I just feel mm-hmm. like it's not my like hyper specific niche that I decided to carve sure. out for myself. Yeah. I intentionally made my account like extremely chaotic so that I wouldn't have. A yeah, niche. It's fine. I mean, my niche is like chaos. <laughs> I hate niching. I, I, <laughs> I stumbled in the, into this by accident. I don't, I'm very bad at this sort of thing. Yeah. Like, well, you contain multitudes. I, I do contain multitudes, <laughs> and I'm a strong, independent woman. Yeah, you're a strong, independent woman, much like yeah. myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unique and, you know, beautiful or whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, so is this, are we doing an ad for like Yoplait yogurts now? Is oh, this, aren't is we? This, is this, this act- is the spot. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is the Activia. This is the Activia. <laughs> it also keeps me regular. <laughs> Okay, uh, and we're back. And we're, and we're back. <laughs> we are 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I think that I think that online when people see women um talking about anything that is like Oh, that made, that of, really is upsetting. It really upsets them. It, it really upsets them when they see a woman talking about something other than what they think women Defined should be talking about. Lady topics. There are yeah. acceptable lady topics. I and those are fine. And those are fine. Everything else is like wait a second. Let me tell you. How dare you? How dare you? And you know, it's like I'm I'm not excusing this by saying that I understand, but I do understand that men 
men feel yes. a very they feel a very strong need to kind of like protect their sort of like their leverage their territory and like things that they can sort of leverage in order to like maintain women's attention and one of those things is like mm. knowing more about music than like they their can play the guitar to seduce us. yeah it's like they can play yeah. they can play instruments they can talk about they can talk about all of these like bands that we're too busy at the salon to know about yeah you know like, i shit, like, rarely have time to listen to music i'm at the salon so right much. i mean same. yeah for sure like i am constantly <laughs> At, I'm constantly getting waxed and it's like how do I find <laughs> I've like, run out of stuff to wax <laughs> I'm like yeah and it's just like all my real goal in life is just finding more things to wax and so it's yeah. like how am I finding time to listen to all of this new music it's you know? a miracle frankly I mean it is it is it's it's a it is a miracle you're a I true mean, American hero I think that we're both just like super geniuses you know yeah. like we're we're like um uh what are what are they called savants Oh, yeah. We well, must be. Waxed idiot savants. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. That's the name of the podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's <sighs> just, you know, men men have, they need to have their thing that they can, like, leverage for our, like, attention. They need to have something that they feel like they have over us in terms of just knowing knowing about the big, crazy, scary world. Yeah, you know. I guess much like our generation has to hold on to relevance. Relevance, yeah. Right? Totally. Um, so what's the other thing? That I was people- just going to say that last thing and the most, the silliest thing in my opinion is getting very, very sensitive and offended over, well, one one was people getting upset over the new, calling the bands new mm-hmm. in new bands for old heads. The second is getting, that wasn't really offense. This is getting offended about the old part, new bands for old heads. <laughs> so the comments range from like, oh, I... I didn't think I was old to you don't have to be so condescending <laughs> calling us old. It's so ageist. And I'm like, is it, is right. it uh, what? Like, are we, are we not making fun of ourselves? I mean, I think that, I think people are, are, are failing to understand that they don't need to take that quite so literally. First of all, first of slash, all. do we not know that old head is like a term? Yeah. About it's like a, being part of a scene. Right. For a it's long like time. it's like you're you're like an elder, you know? But like yeah. why would you But not in a ancient hag way. No. No. And also like why you're just putting words together that sound right together and sound good together. It's not yeah. like because like, that's it. it it's it really would, not deeper than that. Like why would you why would you say here's some new music for scene elders who may not actually be <laughs> like technically up to date on new music yeah anymore. And, and maybe and are maybe, technically old in and, years <laughs> but you know but their spirit is still and maybe are feeling a little, little irrelevant yeah these why days. <laughs> that doesn't flow off the tongue so it much. really doesn't it really doesn't but i had i i told one of the people who commented something to that effect to you know lighten up and learn how to make fun of himself and he hit me with the oh well you know, people who are racist always tell others to lighten up about racism too. And I'm like, wow, we needed to take it to that place. Like, Hmm. I mean, I get what you're saying, 
but how is that relevant here? Sometimes I just like can't believe how badly people need want to argue to be, online. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And also really, really, really want to be offended. They really want to be offended. Yeah. I, you know, I hate TikTok grifters. You yeah. Know? Like I fucking hate them. Another good them. name for the podcast, by the way. <laughs> TikTok grifters. TikTok grifters. <laughs> Even though that's like a demographic on that app that I just absolutely despise. Um, yeah. I, I I really don't like those people, but I don't engage. I don't actually engage with their content. I don't comment most of the time. Right. Like 90. That's, that's always an option. It's you always an option. Comment. 98% of the time I see something and I don't fucking like it. It annoys the fuck out of me. And I just yeah. don't do anything. Yeah. It's astonishing mm -hmm. that that's an option. Mm-hmm. But you're allowed to not comment. You're allowed to not watch. You yeah. can simply scroll by. <laughs> and it's it's really amazing how much time that saves. It saves you so much time. You could get waxed so much more often. <laughs> I cannot stress that enough. And, you know, really when we're getting down to what is more important than I being mean, smooth as a baby. Smooth as a baby. <laughs> I can't think of anything. I just, I'm just like looking off into the distance wistfully. <laughs> I know thinking about all of your <sighs> all of your hairs on your body that could be that could be gone. Yeah, that could be depilated. <sighs> oh my god, I'm just mm, yeah, amazing, delightful. So think on that. Mm -hmm. Think about that, dear listeners. And I swear, <laughs> not every podcast we record is going to include complaints about. TikTok. No, we just want to get this. Or even any of them. This is this is just our first time. Yeah, no, I, we're just getting this I don't off get our... to ever talk about this <laughs> on TikTok. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just want to get a few things off our chest. <laughs> One thing that I get super annoyed by, and I don't know why, like this actually isn't a legit thing to be co complaining about, I don't Please think, but I will tell though. you anyway. Please. <laughs> is when people say, instead of hey, have you listened to this record or you should check out is just like a demand to listen mm -hmm. to something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And more often than not, or like at least half the time, I've either already made a video about it or I, I don't know. Like there's something Completely. so infuriating about a demand rather than a, yeah. hey, would love it if like, I'd love to hear your thoughts on X or yeah. Have you listened to that, right. that slight, slight difference is so important to me? Yeah, you know, so that is something that it's really interesting that you're bringing that up now because I want to say it was just last week. It didn't yeah. happen to me because I haven't been posting as much sure. lately, but I have. So I want to say that this is something that happens a ton to it happens to women a ton, obviously, yeah. but it also happens to all of us who are in the space of like quote unquote music curation that are like not white men, that the implication is, and this goes we back to- We couldn't have possibly heard we it. We couldn't have heard possibly it. heard it and yeah. we couldn't have possibly known. You know, it's just like what we were saying before. It's just like mm -hmm. people have this, people like really grasp onto this need to have like some leverage over yep. you. When you, yeah. when you sound like you know something, they need to prove to you that like there's something that you don't right. know just so that they feel like they, they haven't like lost their edge. Right. You know? Right. And I, cause I noticed this, I have, um, one of my mutuals is 
another like black music curator who talks about yeah. all different kinds of music and they posted oh my god I can't honestly I can't remember what the video was about but I was like going through the comments or I was commenting and I just was like looking at all of the other comments and it was like people and in some cases it's like embarrassing because like people that I know are like you know I you should also listen to this and then he'd be like yeah I I this album is my favorite album like I listened right. to that you right. know and it's like it was like a bunch of comments like that it's like well you know you should you should listen to this or like you know and he's like yeah I know every single one of these albums and every single one of these bands that you're mentioning and in some cases Ugh. like you're saying like he had mentioned them already in like Pre- yeah, like and it's previous like, fair content enough that you aren't going through like it is actually quite hard on tiktok to go through someone's yeah, previous sh- content without sh- a lot of effort yeah sure, so like okay fair enough but you don't have to assume you don't have to assume. lack of knowledge i suppose yeah, right there's actually you mentioned um black creators there's a woman i follow um who i think might be like a little younger than us but maybe not um mm-hmm. and god i wish i remembered people's like usernames or real names like yeah. i never i never fucking do and if i will i will Wait, will I find her? I follow her, <laughs> but how the fuck will I find her if I don't know her name? I don't know. Hopefully my phone is listening and will mm. like serve up her content somehow. Um, so God, I hope I hope I remember. But anyway, so she posts a lot about 90s music. Yeah. Um, and she's so, so knowledgeable. And she posted something about uh, like lo-fi recommendations and uh-huh. someone like crawled up her jock because oh they were like well this is all of these are great but they're not lo-fi and she was like oh for fuck's sake and like went on this like really good explainer of like well this is technically lo-fi but like can we not like <laughs> get so bent out of shape about genre and right. you know like we both I think have had to get defensive about genre uh. um, uh, descriptors and all that stuff which whatever I'm gonna I'm um, gonna bring that up later yeah, I have, I have things to say about that, but I'm going to... Sure. I always have things to say about yeah. that. Um, and someone... I, I don't even remember, but, like, it, they were so, like, shitty to her about mm-hmm. it. Um, and then even in that explainer video, someone, like, got on her case about Twee, I think, and she was like, oh. And then she went on such a thorough explanation mm-hmm. of Twee and, like, I think maybe some specific albums, like maybe yeah. some beat happening. I know she was so, but she's so knowledgeable. And everyone just assumes, like, I guess maybe because it's, they think she's too young mm-hmm. or too black, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, that's yeah. not black people music. Oh, no, like, completely. That is, right? that's something, you know, it's to be expected. It's not like that isn't something that, like, all, the rest of us haven't had to like deal with for of literally course. our entire lives it's like it's not like this is shocking to us that people are being so weird about that but yeah, yeah it's it is it is definitely a thing where um you know you put yourself out there online and you talk about the things that are that are i that just matter to you like things that you like and people get really bent out of shape about whether or not you're supposed to be talking about that yeah and if and and, you know it's like whether or not you could possibly even know what you're talking about because like this is not your place to have opinions about these things you know but it's like we're not we're not saying we're professionals or anything but just like amateurs in in the you know literal sense of the word Mm -hmm. amateur like lovers of this yeah hobby and we know a lot Mm -hmm. but we're not like you know I call myself a music critic but like one or two reviews a year does not a well maybe it does a critic make 
maybe it I do- think so it I mean but it, I'm not like paid for this you know what I mean sure and that that isn't that doesn't necessarily qualify somebody any more than it does us too you know you think about all of the people because I catch pitchfork lacking all of the time oh of course you know you do. it's like I think about right. like all of the lackluster music coverage that does exist oh, yeah, in sure. the in the paid just because you're paid space. for it doesn't say anything about it yeah. really just yeah someone I mean, decided totally and you know <laughs> that's that's the other thing you know that sort of ties into me having this like bad taste in my mouth about like grifters on TikTok because to me like when I say grifter like I kind of do mean the people who have like ex- like way larger platforms than us who are getting paid from like various areas you know yeah they have, like you know different different means of like getting paid to do this who are seen as experts and they're not experts they're not, they're not even like close to being experts. And, you know, it's, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I understand what you're saying in terms of like people need to like get out from inside of our asses about like little <laughs> petty, like semantic things and things right. that they, you know, it's like you're just picking this thing apart because you you feel like it because I don't have like the the clout that would prove somehow to you that what I'm saying sure. is coming either, from a place well, of knowledge. Like either you find what we're doing enjoyable interesting useful beneficial like you found artists that you like because we shared it with you or you don't and you can you know scamper along on your yeah. way like, go find that, something that else enough. to do and i should also say that like for every one of these garbage comments there are 10 beautiful and amazing ones and i'm just sure. in a complainy sort of mood <laughs> Because sometimes I also just like to be offended and, you know, I'm nothing if not a hypocrite. So I don't, I don't think you're being hypocritical. We're just getting, (laughs) we're just getting our our grievances out about like how. It's true. It's true. Because, you know, one of the reason that you and I have like formed a bond and the reason that we like do things together is because we're both women in. And that's it. That's that's all. We're just just because we're we're both women. It's just and, two little ladies, and yeah. uh, that was enough for us. Yeah, that's all. That's all it took. No, but like you know, we're we're both women in, in this space who are like experiencing the same types of um, frustrations. Yeah, I mean that's not like the entire basis of our friendship, but you know that was sort of like how we came to know each other is like talking about it. You know. And yeah. we have had a lot of like, we've had a lot of similar experiences. And so, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing to just cover the frustrations that we share. That brought you know? us together. Like, yeah, that brought us together. Like, obviously, our opinions differ on some things, but like the our experiences have been like so similar that there's no reason to, at least for this first um, episode not clearing to just, the air like, just not to just like clear the air and be like what the fuck is wrong with people yeah you know yeah Ugh, it feels good though yeah should we should we talk about some music that we told the people we would talk about yeah we owe it to them we owe it to them um why don't you lead the charge okay i don't know which one to start with we had some albums folks asked us to yes. take a listen to. So the last time um, 
Gabby and I went live. We took some notes on some recommendations that we got from the viewers, viewer the viewers recommendations. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> And we we both listened to them. We will we picked a few because there were actually like several, and we picked like a, a handful, a reasonable handful. And um, you and I have not talked ahead of time about like what how we feel about any of these. No, records. which is kind of great. Yeah, which is which is good. Um, yeah. So let's start with a Hotline TNT. Okay. okay. Record. Okay. So Hotline TNT. What was that album called? Do you, did you? It is called. Did you jot that down? It is called Cartwheel. Yeah, Cartwheel. Yeah. So Cartwheel by Hotline TNT. Yeah. So I have to say, so this is, let's just, let's give the kids a a description Mm -hmm. a little bit. So this is um, kind of a shoegazy record, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say. A little grungy, Mm -hmm. very kind of late 90s sound. Yeah. Um, I found this record to be very familiar. Yeah, I agree. That's the best way that I can describe it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still kind of piecing together the best way to discuss this record because I'm like 99% certain I'm going to put this probably next on my best of Mm -hmm list that I'm pulling together on TikTok right now. And it's interesting because it isn't, well, this is typical. It's not on my actual top 10 list. I don't think, I'm not sure that any of my best records for people who don't listen to new music are on my actual best of the year, Yeah, um, which is fine. But this is one that I don't love that much, but I find it like a really soothing comfort blanket for sure yeah and I think other people will love it a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with it no I it's not I, bad no no it's <laughs> so I don't want to I don't want that to sound like negative or pejorative or, or judgy if no I I actually feel exactly the same it's it's interesting that that it's interesting hearing you say that because I have a very similar I'm having a very similar um experience with it okay you know more (laughs) so um to me to me this is like like a shoegaze power pop record yes you know like it sounds like so one of my favorite like like modern um power pop bands is this band called the sidekicks I don't know. Why don't I know them? I'm gonna have to send you some stuff I mean they're not they're not super popular but they're like in my opinion, they're just the best example of like what modern like power pop is. My friend um, David, the one of the guys I host quarantine mm-hmm. the past with, is obsessed with power pop. So I wonder if he knows them. He yeah. must. But anyway, I think yeah, he he may. But um, yeah. And so they they were on. They were signed to Epitaph. They're actually not a band anymore. But Hotline TNT oh, like sounds so much like the Sidekicks, really? which is like they're one of my favorite like modern quote-unquote bands even though they're defunct and um shoegaze it's like it literally sounds like like loveless era my bloody valentine like it's taking all of those yeah it's like hitting hitting all of those like points there you know on paper on paper if that makes sense what do you mean by that well so you're right it does Mm -hmm. but loveless and i i 
every time. I feel like I just talked, not with you, I guess. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to to uh, the Quarantine the Past dudes about Loveless. They were comparing um, this other record, new record by an artist called Zune. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've heard of him. Haven't. Um, I'll send you some tracks by him too. Okay. Or them. I think they might go by they. Um, which they were comparing, like saying Zune sounds exactly like Loveless. And I was saying, um, Loveless is one of my favorite records. Um, like super, super high up there. Yeah. And, but it evokes such an emotional response from me. Right. Yeah. Where Hotline TNT's record doesn't. Sure. Yeah, I know. And yep. it definitely sounds at least like unlike Zune, which to me I don't even hear right. a comparison to Loveless. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about that after you actually hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, this I definitely do, but it doesn't. I I feel a lot flatter. Sure. Yeah. Completely. With it again, I don't. But I don't think it's bad. Like I, I understand that the words coming out of my mouth <laughs> are I know, pejorative. I, I, I <laughs> but understand. I truly don't feel bad about this record at all. I, I know quite I completely like it. Completely, I completely understand what you mean. And like when I'm saying that it's it's like hitting all of those spots that like make it very sort of evocative of. Loveless yep. specifically just because mm-hmm. of like the guitars that's like and like the record and too. like and it's like that's I can tell that that is the um that's the like influence of shoegaze that they're yep. like that they're referencing you know because there's yep. a lot of there's a lot of different shoegaze that doesn't sound like Loveless and this like obviously is like pulling from that Absolutely. you know um and you know this sort of this is this could be a segue to me talking about having this genre conversation. Sure. Um, but I agree with you that it's, um, even though it's hitting the points of a lot of things that I like, it is not gripping me like emotionally in the way that I feel like it could for having all of those elements, you know? And it's like, for me, I don't know if this is a good time to segue, but for me, like when I listen to it, I'm like, maybe I just need to listen to this like 16 more times before it feels like it's something that like I I care about. Like maybe I just need to spend more time with it, you know, and that's, that's possible. But, um, you know, and this, what I, what I'm about to say, if we can segue into the genre conversation, this, this also applies to like another record that was on our list. Um, Segway. Okay. So <laughs> something that I notice a lot with um, newer bands, younger artists is that they, I think that like because of the way that sort of like culture is disseminated now with like Gen Z and like younger millennials and stuff, it's really hard for people in that like generation to to actually know the difference between um a genre and a band. Ooh, tell me more. So, you know, f- so what ends up happening and this is the reason that sometimes it's like it's hard for me to like get really deeply into a lot of like um newer bands that are doing this thing that we're talking about where they're like hitting a lot of these like s- these points of things that like we we like, sure. you know, um is that Rather than like taking, you know, two genres supposedly and like sort of um, 
combining them, we'll just sure. say, um, <laughs> combining them, what, what they tend to do is like take a sound from a particular band and a particular record and then another sound from another particular band and another particular record and put them together. And so the records just end up sounding actually um, like like two or three or four different bands rather than sounding like genres like genres or even just like itself to some degree and I feel like you know that's like my most sort of like crotchety millennial music uh-huh. take but it's something that I keep noticing when I'm like listening to newer Do bands you have another example yeah I mean the next the next example is the okay great the next record that we could talk about which is that that Please. wiring wiring I was gonna say it's wiring it's wiring it? so yeah let's, let's talk about wiring it. wiring record because like wiring so we're saying you know for me because I listen. So to wait, the this side. is this is a band called Wiring. The record we're talking about is called Of Good Fortune. Of Good Fortune, you know. And so I, I, continue. I'm, I liked both of these records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So we're we're not saying that we didn't like them. I liked them both. But the thing is, like, Wiring is doing the same thing for me. Where I'm like, Wiring okay. sounds like Wiring sounds like like Shellac and the Jesus Lizard and Radiohead. I okay. Mm-hmm. You yep. know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's, and so it's, for me, it's like, I'm, when I am listening to them, I'm thinking like, oh, it sounds like this record from this band, this record from this band and this record from this band, instead of being like, this is Wiring's album. Do you know what? And I'm going to throw a ton of other bands at you right now yeah. that I heard. I definitely heard Radiohead. I heard, I, as it was going through, I was like, okay, Dinosaur Jr., yeah. Pavement, right. Alice in Chains, mm. Nirvana. We're getting like <laughs> grunger Counting Crows. Totally. But it kept, and, I, and then I was really, there was that little like finger picking guitar in there. Yeah. That's like plunking sort of sound that I, I could hear so clearly from mm-hmm. this like 90s band. And I can't. I'm going to get it eventually, but I couldn't mm-hmm. in advance of this podcast, and it's mm-hmm. killing me a little bit. You should I send thought me maybe the I'll send it to you. It was on a few, but there's one in particular. Yeah. I thought, like, maybe Toad the Wet Sprocket or something sure. like that. It's one of those, yeah. like, but it's, you get what I'm getting at, though. Like, yeah. all these, like, kind of 90s kind of, um, kind of lighter bands right. i kept going through i'm like is it collective soul is totally. it like all the is it soul coughing like it's right. not <laughs> yeah but all those sort of bands you probably haven't thought of in a really long time mm-hmm. um but it's it's grungier than all of those mm-hmm. but it still feels and i don't want to say it's fully derivative or anything because I, I just named a ton of bands yeah i i'm gonna go ahead and say that that it is <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and say that it is derivative but like to say that it's derivative that's not me saying that it's bad you know yeah maybe that's what it is i don't want to i'm like not trying to be a downer about this or no. like you know i i liked i liked this i enjoyed this I liked it. record I enjoyed it and too. i mean especially like this is this is a seemingly like very new band they don't have like a huge listenership you know it's like this not is this is this is a band that has a lot of room to grow you know yes. and so it's like nothing that we're saying is like we're not in any way saying what we're saying to try to be like boo get off the stage or whatever yeah not maligning them in any yeah, way like no, this not is another all. extremely familiar record yeah it's an extremely familiar record and but you know it's sort of to your point earlier it's like um it's too for me it's it's too familiar to really like get um to feel like it has the um, sort of friction for me to like yeah, want to keep going sticking. back to it over and over and over again because 
you know, I I would love it if if newer bands would would really put more um, emphasis on rather than like doing this kind of like layering of different things that have already happened that we can very easily like right. identify. Instead of doing that, I would love it if they would put more energy into making work that feels original enough that like, like they're I'm, all that I'm not immediately knowing wh- where they're getting this influence right. from, you know? And that's, that's what I'm talking about where it's like getting genre confused with like an album or like getting genre confused totally with like a saying. band, you know what I mean? Because it's like, I know what records you fucking listen to. Sure, sure. <laughs> and I think that probably that is totally fine for a new band that yeah. is coming into their own and feeling out their sound. I think that I think that it can be, but you know, when it comes to like just the overall landscape of independent music, like and again, I'm going to say this and this we're is, oversaturated, this aren't is, we? <laughs> I mean, it's we're oversaturated and I'm not what I'm about to say is not me saying what it's going to sound like I'm saying, but like in the landscape of independent music, that's something that like a local band that is just starting to like play yep. at super tiny venues, open mics. open mics, coffee shops, like house, like basement shows and stuff. It's like that level. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. But like I, if I, if I'm, if things are actually being like pushed to me and I have so much content constantly being like, I'm getting constantly bombarded with like tons and tons and tons of content yes. and tons and tons and tons of bands. I at least want them to be better than the bands like that are, you know, from, I want, I want it to be like a different level, a higher, wanna, well, it's not going to be elevated better, than, than like the influences. I mean, it might be, right, but that's, but that's I, unusual, I, but you want it to be more than the sum of its parts. I want it to be more than the sum of its parts. And I want those bands that I'm getting bombarded with. I want them to be better than like the basement band at, yes. in like from like Madison, Wisconsin that hasn't <laughs> had a chance to like break out yet. I want them to be better than that. You know, that's, that's, and that's, and me saying that, like, I'm not, again, I'm not saying, yeah, it's, I don't, it I don't sounds want to a disparage. Lot, I, yeah, it sounds a lot harsher. They're not untalented at no, all. No, they're not. No, they're, they're talented. And, I, you know, so I'm not, I'm not trying to like be discouraging. I'm not saying it's not as bad as like it might sound for me to say that. I, I'm saying it in a hopeful way. Like, I hope that bands yeah, actually have, they have the courage to, and they feel empowered enough to actually like make original music yeah. again instead of saying like I feel like algorithmically people like these records and so I'm going to make a record that sounds like these records. Yeah. You know. Makes sense to me. So I think we should this isn't a good segue but we should talk about um a totally different style of music from uh, a not so new band yeah that I kind of know knew nothing about um and that uh, confused me a little bit um so I had already heard 
Knower. Mm-hmm. Um, this album is called Knower Forever. I don't. I don't remember who asked us to listen to any of these records. To be honest, I with don't you. either. So apologies. Um, yeah, you know, identify yourselves, please. Claim your prize. Um, <laughs> I also don't remember how I actually because I had listened to this album very briefly um, and not very carefully before somebody had suggested it. Yeah. Um, and there was one song off it that I had already like totally clung to mm-hmm. um, called, I think it's called I'm the President. Yeah. Uh, which is such a banger. <laughs> it's such a banger. It's so fun. Um, but like at now, you know, thanks to whoever told us to listen to this, I paid more attention to the album. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, this Nowhere has been around though. Yeah, they've been for around for a while. something like more than a decade. I don't know yeah. how much they put out. I don't know if it's that much. The music is electronic, it's pop, and it's like new jazz, Mm -hmm. funk, fusion. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, in a sort of, like, I I try to kind of do a little assessment on my own. I obviously have my own opinions about it, but just, I guess, FYI, um, I was curious about them because I I know nothing about them. I thought the Mm -hmm. music was... um, a little unusual especially yes. now like it's such a it's an odd well this is a weird thing to say like it's an odd time for this sort of music maybe maybe not Go off. but I, I was curious about them mm-hmm. so I looked them up there's not much about them but the people who have reviewed Knower mm-hmm. kind of there's not much written about them in like actual publications but there are some yeah. very hyped individuals yeah totally we're super super into them and yeah. they all deeply insist that this is a jazz record it is and i am like kind of slow blinking about it mm-hmm. because i first of all i don't know anything about new jazz mm-hmm. so i have like nothing for this yeah to me this is like it is undeniable there's some very well executed like p- jazz riffing on this like there it, it exists mm-hmm. On the whole, to me, this is an electropop record. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I was just very confused. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that I can actually like please. I knew um, that you would. <laughs> I think I think I can I can fill in some some gaps for you please so do. that you're not so that you're not confused. So um I everything that you said is true. Great. Like all all of that is accurate. I think so. Um Nowhere is is two people for the most part. Yes. I think there are other people that sometimes like kind of like the pop like in and out, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, so it's it's two people. It's it's Genevieve Artadi and Louis Cole, and mm-hmm. they are like two, they're two people who have been like really deeply installed in like new jazz and right. but not like not the the super freaky stuff like the very they're like both very they're classically trained like jazz musicians Clearly, like they yes. like they they like they're like conservatory jazz musicians and yes. they're like very deeply installed in like all of the um various kind of like offshoots of like conservatory uh-huh. jazz that are that are happening that are not really that popular um right. in in scenes and like in the states and stuff like that stuff is like pretty still fairly um underground um but but everyone who is like coming from that background has had some like intersection with like with with both of them and like they have they've worked really closely with a lot of different um 
people who are coming from that zone, like Louis Cole um, did a lot of work with Thundercat, for example. They're like besties. And uh, Genevieve Artidi, she has she's done a bunch of like other stuff with other artists and stuff. But that's sort of that's sort of their zone. And so, you know, they're both of them as individual artists and as knower the group, what they are is like it is pop. It is like electro pop, but it's like the super cerebral stuff that's like like music that is for musicians. Okay. You know, it's like, okay. it's like the, it's like the really heady, like geeky stuff. No offense. Yep. I'm also a musician. Like, right. <laughs> um, you know, but it's like the really heady geeky stuff that like other musicians, like it's like, you know, it, it like does crazy things to their brain. And that was yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah. that has, that was their zone for like a really long time. This record is, um, in my opinion, I think that this record shows uh I don't want to say growth because like that's not really quite the right word but like this is kind of more their breakout record where they're making they're making music now that is like for more than just other musicians and other jazz musicians you know because that was just sort of their zone for so long and like people who were into more like experimental pop stuff which is like I mean that's that's not a lot of the general population that likes that stuff. For me, having knowing that background, I'm not expecting anybody. I'm just gonna <laughs> package for you. No, why did they ring my doorbell four times? I don't think I don't even think that's for me. I don't answer doorbells. No, so. hell no, I don't answer fucking doorbells. Mm-mm. I'm black. We do not answer the door. Unless I mean, we know you're coming. I mean, I don't think even anyone our age answers doorbells. Like, I have I have a joke that um, the United <laughs> States is actually like 97% black, but the census, <laughs> the census reports are wrong because none of us answer because the nobody door. nobody answers a doorbell. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> like, we are not, we're not opening the door to anybody unless we know you're... <laughs> Ninety-seven percent. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so <laughs> anyway, I felt like this. I felt like Nowhere Forever was more of like their. Uh, this album has more potential to be like a, a breakout record into. I uh, the mainstream is probably like, that's a very broad term, but I think that um, a larger audience of people that is not just like musicians that love to sort of get their faces melted by like shredders. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this was not an inaccessible album. I thought it was, it's way more accessible than like anything else they've ever done. I think. I think my problem is I only listen to this record. Like, so mm-hmm. I do not have this contact. So this mm-hmm. is good, but I should go back and listen to their other stuff. Yeah. I think if you go back and listen to, to their past stuff, it's like a lot more psychotic. Which sounds pretty great. Yeah. I, it, it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's, it's fun, but like, it's, it's more psychotic. This is like more, this has a lot more um, accessible stuff going on than a lot of their past stuff I think but that does help me understand why the insistence that this was like a primarily jazz yeah. record which is in a void which essentially I was in mm-hmm. it just isn't yeah it has I, jazz elements totally 
I, and good ones. I, it's interesting that, I mean, I think it's interesting that people would insist that it's a jazz record because I don't think that, I don't think it requires that insistence, but I also, but I think those people are probably people who are um, just adamant about sort of claiming them in that world, right. you know? Yes. We, we were talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is, uh, I think, a really fun record. Mm-hmm. It's like, has a lot of catchy hooks on totally. it. Totally. Yeah. It, it's got like, it's got this like sensibility of kind of that mid 2000s mm-hmm. um, elect. Yeah. Like electro pop. Mm-hmm. Like there's some, uh, or maybe earlier even, like I heard a lot of little bits that sounded like Jamiroquai to me. Actually. Totally. Yeah. So, and I, when I was listening to it, I, so the so this band I I obviously I know them but like I don't listen to them a ton and when I was listening to it I was like does this sound like Little Dragon? Oh yeah, like it kind of yes. it, it has like moments where it's like it's not it's more kind of like uh, electronic like glitchy not as like soulful but like very similar kind of vibe you know right yeah for sure yeah sorry. Franklin is. Is that Franklin? Yeah. Oh my guy. We have a guest. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My little guy. Yeah, he loves you. I love him. I know you do. I miss him. Well, he'll be around again soon. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I enjoyed that record a lot. Mm -hmm. Totally in a different. I mean, still nostalgic. Totally different vein from the first two. Totally. Yeah. Um, and then I guess. We only have the one other record, right? And if we're pushing, I think, yeah. I think that's the old, I only had one more that I listened to. Yeah. <laughs> for this. Totally. Um, okay. But if we're pushing it to, we went in the right order, by mm. the way. Yeah. Because I think if so. we're going to from, well, no, we didn't go in the, I, I thought we went in from order from least to most popular artists, but we didn't. But we went in the right genre order because yeah. this, if we're going to like fully out there. Mm hmm. I think that the kids want to know about Andre 3000. Yeah, the kids want to know. So I think at this point, it's maybe safe to say that everyone has listened to the new Andre 3000. Yeah. Thankfully, I'm glad that people yeah. decided to um, give it give it. A, I mean, I think that a lot of people listened like just out of sheer curiosity, obviously. Yes. But yeah, sorry, go on. No, no. I mean, I also, we're clearly late to the game at this point. We were going to talk about this originally, like a few days after it came out. Yeah. But I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad we waited. It gave me more time with it. And it also let me hear a bunch of different opinions from way more people than I usually hear opinions on new records about. Because this Mm -hmm. is one of those things that, like, usually I don't, usually my friends don't listen to new music mm-hmm. and this is an, this is like the one time that people I know in real life oh. <laughs> actually heard a new record okay so I had thoughts about it I you know I'm I'm really curious what what feedback you've gotten from people it was deeply divided yeah so basically 50% of the camp is like what the fuck is this mm-hmm. I hate it. Mm-hmm. 
I can't handle change. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We have been betrayed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the other half is like, this is exactly what we needed. This makes total sense. I'm on board. Like, I, I too have grown up. Yeah. This fits my life now. Totally. And I just, I love... I love the like full gamut mm-hmm. of opinions on this. Yeah. And I guess for anyone who doesn't know somehow, Andre 3000, formerly of Outcast, mm-hmm. has released a an ambient flute record. <laughs> <laughs> he has entered his theremin era. Yeah. It's called it is meditative. Uh is it's called New Blue Sun, right? Yes. Yes. It's almost like tertiary, what it's called. Yeah. Like, I keep not hearing that even discussed. Right. Yeah. I have, honestly, like, I have a lot of just, I have a lot of, like, auxiliary thoughts about this record. Um, So maybe we should just first talk about the record itself. I don't know. Should we talk about the auxiliary stuff or should we talk about Uh, the record? The record itself, like, I think I have little, a little bit, not too much to say about the music insofar Mm as, um, like, I'm not an ambient music person. Mm -hmm. I am not a, like, a meditative music person. I can't fully, I don't feel qualified to assess the quality of this. Yeah. And I Again, I almost feel like that's not relevant in a way. I mean, no, it does. It does make sense. It does make sense because, you know, the this album is doing what it intended to do. Exactly. Which is like open up a much more like a a deeper conversation about a lot of different things. Um, But what I what I will say about the album itself is. Um, you know, a lot of people are, are assessing it um, on the basis of it being like an ambient record or even a jazz record. I've heard some people like trying to sort of like evaluate it on that basis. And to me personally, you know, I've listened to it several times now and I I don't think that it, I don't think it's an ambient record. And I don't think it's a jazz record. I straight up think this is like a fucking new age record. And like if I'm thinking about this album as a new age record I'm like yeah it's good it's a good new age record it is it's I can listen to it I could get a massage while that's this record it. that's is it playing. exactly you know it's just like it's like Enya <laughs> yeah no it's no completely it's like it's it's I think that because I think that we forget that we can like categorize music outside of the um bounds of like what is trendy sometimes and to call it a new age record is like maybe not the trendiest thing to do you know what but you're totally right and you know what do you remember that era of the 90s not just when Enya was big yeah but when like Gregorian chants were a thing Mm -hmm. that's what this is no completely that's that's what this is it's like it's like deep forest and yeah Um, uh, what's, what's that guy's name? Vangelis or whatever. I don't know. 
I don't remember. That, that, God, why can't I remember? The, the people that did that sadness song. Oh, I don't fucking remember. <laughs> but like that whole era, that whole, like, yeah. Yeah, basically like. It's new age. Let the, let the new age shit wash over you. Mm-hmm. Sail away. Yeah. Um, totally. That's, that's what this is. Like, I don't think, I don't think that this is an ambient record. You're right. It's not ambient because that's like, that almost like implies like a techno kind of Yeah. There's, thing, there's more of which this, isn't this. Yeah. There's more of a sort of like adjacency to techno when you call something ambient yep. than what I consider like this record. Yeah. And like this, and this is like a new age record that obviously is coming, it's sort of coming out of um, uh, like soul and hip hop. It's sure. like, it's like the, the, the new age kind of, um, uh, I don't know how to, I'm trying to think of like the right way to describe it, but it's like, it's an extension of, it's new age as an extension of like those genres, you know? Yeah. Um, and on, on those grounds, I think it is a good record. Yeah. You know, it's just not even like, uh, I almost said it's not even music, but like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Um, but that's, that's like, that's new age music is like, sometimes new age music is like not music. It's just like pebble. It's just a, yes, yes. Stream sounds and like a pan flute, you know? Right. Exactly. Which is like basically highly meditative. I could, I could sleep to this and I basically don't sleep like this is (laughs) insanely relaxing I just I love it yeah I listened to it I listened to it the first time I listened to it was um at bedtime and I fell asleep to it and it was like so it was so great for that I just I don't know I got into my I was hanging out with a friend of mine yesterday and she uh drove me home from the cafe where we were meeting Mm -hmm. and you know, she turned on the car and this album was playing. And I was mm-hmm. like, girl, this is great. Yeah. I love that you're listening to it. She was like, I made dinner to this the other yeah. day, played it for my guests. Totally. It's, She's I mean, like, it is, yeah. it, it is, that's the type of record it is. I think that people initially, and when I say initially, I mean like within the first like day, less than 24 hours of it coming out, people wanted to have really strong opinions about it. But like, right. I think I think that Andre 3000 having the um, higher profile that he has, has done a really great job of introducing this um, new dimension of, um, I don't know. I mean, I'll just say like black music to the general population. Right. To the, to the actual mainstream, you know? Yeah. Because people are I mean, much, listen. much more likely to want to know what this album is about than like your average mainstream person actually going and checking out like a Laraji record. Sure. You know? And what a capper to a year of a ton of experimental hip hop, right? Yeah, totally. So. Yeah, completely. I like, totally chill agree. the fuck out, my dudes. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just. Yeah. So, I fully come around to this. Mm-hmm. And it was, it took no time, by the way. Like, my initial right. reaction was just sort of like, oh, <laughs> unexpected. Yeah. yeah. I remember when you first, when you were first listening to it, like, as you were listening to it, you were like, what is this? Right. And I was, and at <laughs> that's that point, fine. like, I hadn't even, I hadn't even listened to it yet. That's and right. Was, and I was like, let's, let's see how, let's see, let's find out. Right. You know? Right. Um, 
something I do want to say about yep. the, the detractors. Um, sure, please. You know, this this is actually, this is like a real grievance that I just have in general with like culture. Yes. You know, is that people feel, there's, there's a camp of people who feel betrayed by this right. record. Um, Which I alluded to. Yeah. And that that's, it's a real thing. There are people who really feel betrayed. And like, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday and I, I realized that there are a lot of people really love to kind of like try on and cosplay rap music and hip hop music. You know, and it's and it's something that like really gives people like, quote unquote, like fans of rap or hip hop, like uh, a lot of them really attach so much of of their um, sort of aspirational identity to that music and to those people. Yeah, that I think that like some of the detractors who are feeling really betrayed by this record are people who cannot cannot handle the fact that like one of their favorite rappers isn't telling them how to be like a tough guy anymore, you know, and like isn't you know and isn't telling them isn't isn't giving them that that sort of like cosplay feedback that they're used to getting, you know? Yeah. I think on the whole, that is correct. Yeah. Um, and I loved his, I didn't read um, much more than this, mm-hmm. uh, like his interviews about it, but uh, very succinctly how he put just, what am I supposed to rap about? Yeah, totally. Now, like what, right. I'm 48, however old he is, mm-hmm. like, like now what? Right. So yeah, people and change, people grow up, people, people get old. Yeah. And, you know, also people are artists and artists have, you know, are getting, feel, feel driven and compelled to make all different kinds of things at different times in their lives. And, you know, right. this is, and I, in, in that regard, I think that it's really amazing that he had the courage to do that. I mean, courage is like maybe not the right word, but that he like felt that he felt like it was important to actually put this work out into the world. Yeah. You know, I think that's... It's very cool that he could do it yeah. and, like, get a generally positive response, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Um. So Pitchfork um, gave this album a fairly high rating. I think they gave it, like, an 8.3. And they, that's like, quite good you know, they, they, they lauded yeah. it. But on the other end, the other side of it, they also categorized it as rap music. Just you know, because he's black. Just because he's black, and he like formally <laughs> three thousand. He formally made like rap music. That's very silly. And it's very I didn't silly. Even check for that, and it it pissed a lot of people off. I and you know rightfully so. I think because it's like it it. Did they know, not lit? That's very stupid. Yeah. Like, Pitchfork, come on. Yeah, they drop the ball all the time. That's of course they do. <laughs> like you're allowed to switch genres yeah just because he used it whatever uh yeah well, so that that part um that that's something about this that I think you know it's like growing pains for America you know oh my gosh it's growing pains it's like people needing to confront change right yeah 
totally. and being totally resistant to it. And then, oh God, that's I'm just sitting here thinking about how hilarious that pitchfork like no we get it we get it you guys Mm -hmm. like it's a good record yeah it's a great rap album yeah we get it it's just rap is going in a different direction you guys and it's like or it's not rap or it's not or it's not rap yeah I mean I think I think (laughs) that like I don't know I mean I this is not this is not I'm not trying to like get into this but like pitchfork has like a very pitchfork is like the abusive boyfriend yep to like all of its readers and is like constantly (laughs) like just like doing doing very weird things and like everybody's always mad at them and then and then they'll be like but wait we gave this record actually like a high score guys like like us again or like here's this thing we wrote about kate bush you we know you like her you know, but like for the most part, people are just like mad at them all the time because they like never get it right. Right. But I feel like so um, earlier in the year, like earlier than year when when uh, let's start here that Yachty record when yeah, that yeah, came yeah. out and they like just had a bunch of just stupid things to say about it. I think that I think that this is sort of like their abusive boyfriend way of being like I never said that. I never, I never, I was never reductive about like black artists and black music, you know, like this is like them being like, yes. And here's this rap album that we gave a really high score that is weird, but it's like not rap, you know? (laughs) But if it's a black artist, it's always rap. Yeah. That's how it works. If it's it's a black artist, it's always, we have to put it in um, a genre that is like under the urban It might also be R&B. Right. It might. Yeah. That's might also okay. Totally. It's just like, dudes, my dudes, we're breaking Yikes. up with you. Yeah. Don't call us. Don't text us. Right. But yeah, Yikes. I thought of this as sort of, sort of a, a another kind of like tone deaf reaction to um, how they mistreated another black artist early in the year who was making yeah. something that was. um not typical not yeah not hip-hop rap yeah not stereotypical yeah let people make art just let people make art art. yeah it's it's not that hard I mean obviously it's like hard (laughs) I mean it's hard to make it it's not hard to let them do it it's yeah it's not hard to sit back enjoy it just yeah just enjoy it allow them people's people's people struggle with that you know and that's like obviously as you know like this is a conversation that I could like go on and on and on about for hours you know um and I'm not going to (laughs) but (laughs) but you know have fuel yeah for next time yeah and you know this year has been such a great year for um this has, you know, this is only the beginning of hope. what's hopefully, you know, going to be a consistent sea change, you know, but this has been a really good year comparatively for like um, black visibility in like the yeah. music space. Yeah, it has. You know? That's a great, and that's a great way to look at it because as you know, I have been not super thrilled generally with mm-hmm. music in 2023 yeah. but if we're kind of looking back mm-hmm. on what 2023 was good for it is absolutely that is that is it that like, is it yeah. black visibility the best albums this year like 
averaging everything out mm-hmm. was from black artists yeah. and um, all all different all different kinds of things all going on genres all different genres yeah. yeah so yes that that was what stood out about yeah. this year yeah even if we didn't get like i don't know an obvious album of the year and that's just from my what do you mean caroline polachek desire oh, god, i want to oh, turn into you oh god. <laughs> oh god yeah well if, if that is that is i think <laughs> an ending point for today's episode <laughs> polachek's out another Good podcast name. Maybe. Yeah, Pola checked, Pola checked out. Ah, get oh it? Get it? Poor, poor Caroline. Poor Caroline. We did her dirty. We didn't I, mean to. I, you know, and I said this. I said this on the live. She's a fucking she's genius. A genius. She is a genius, and like she yeah. is, she's like very hands on and in, in her process. Yep. You know, it's just this year. I feel like as for as much as um for as critically um acclaimed as this record was and how comparatively better her trajectory was I just don't think this was her year it just wasn't her year (laughs) says says we (laughs) yeah says says we very controversially and that's not you know it's like I I actually really like her same you know I I really you know and I know that I know I I know that as she continues to put out solo records and, you know, be the pop girly, that it's going to be better, I think. It's just so funny to say that because this is so obviously like her most successful year. Yeah, and be like, and this wasn't doing her so year. And we're like, oh, too bad. <laughs> you'll, you'll get better. <laughs> it's, it's like no but everything I mean you know and I I know that we were like we're gonna end this and we've already talked about this but like just to reiterate like everything about this like album cycle in my opinion was fucked up yeah you know god we can't we can't reinvigorate this conversation I'm just we were skewered we were skewered I don't I mean I you know I don't I don't care that we were skewered because that's like that's what we're here for is to say things we're here to say things we're here to say things you know with zero repercussions with the- <laughs> that's why we're here <laughs> I mean I you know I I can I'm okay with the I'm okay with the repercussions because I know that I'm not saying things I'm not that's just true. I'm not just do- saying this out of like a like a cruelty or like hate in my heart or something you know we're I I'm loving our hearts yeah and I, you know my my thing my my what I think about is I think about, you know, uh, the empathetic experience. I think about the audience experience. I think about whether or not people are getting, um, getting what they, how do I say this? I, I think about whether or not like audiences and fans are getting, um, the, the type of connection that I feel like they deserve from the artists that they love so much, you know, and I do. Know. And you know, that it's not, it's not, it's not me saying that I think that these people are evil people. Cause I know that the music <laughs> industry is like having, having a, a hard time figuring out how to not be like obvious, obvious scammers. Right. You know, I understand that. And that is not, that's not something that's her fault. Right. 
I, and so I'm, you know, for me to like say this, it's more of like a constructive, it's more constructive right. than like destructive. Cause I think she deserves fans. I think she deserves listeners and everything. I just, I, I also feel like there should be more attention on the artist side and their team side um, paid to looking at caring about and looking at more than just like the numbers and giving people value for their like time and attention and money. Right. You know, and I just, I just, I feel like she dropped the ball there. I think that people were upset. Our people Mm -hmm. were upset that we weren't talking enough about the actual music quality. Yeah. But that's a, but like, that's not the thing that I have a problem with actually, you know, Mm, I mean, I don't, I don't have, I don't have as much of a problem with the, with the music itself than I personally do with like the rollout of the album. Because I, I think that if, I think that the songs themselves, I would be able to perceive them with like, as like oh, but for you, quality, it impacted it your impacted. enjoyment of the album. It impacted to that my extent. enjoyment of that. That album. actually makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think, I do think musically, like she's got more interesting she's ideas, more and she's got more to give for sure yeah. too. You know, I do think that, but you know, there's, I just for me, it was kind of like the whole package just wasn't quite giving. I get that actually. You know. And I love her. I think she's a fucking genius. Like yep, I can't, yep. I can't stress <laughs> that enough. Like I'm on yeah. her side, you know. I'm I do on, know. I'm on the pop girly side. All the pop girlies, mostly yeah. the pop girlies. Most, most of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, that we'll talk about that maybe another time. There's a lot. Yeah, we we we'll talk about all kinds of nonsense. Yeah. All right. Cool. So. I guess that's all for now. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. We'll, we'll talk about more next time, next yeah. week, next whenever. Next. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Next episode. Next episode. <laughs> cool. All right. Do this all again right. soon. Later. Bye. Wait, is that the end? That's the end, Sally. It's time to say goodbye. Oh, but Gabby, I'm bad at goodbyes. That's not true. Besides, we'll be back. When? I don't know. Eventually. Like in two weeks. What if the teacups need to talk to us? Then they can write to us at teacupdemagogues at gmail.com. Or we could give them your phone number. Nope, so nope, nope. 